Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to this week's episode of She Coaches Coaches. I've got a special guest for you today. Her name is Kimberly Day, rhyming, just all the rhyming. Let me tell you a little bit about Kimberly. So she is a book marketing expert who specializes in helping her clients grow a big, profitable business by becoming a published author. Kim is passionate about helping coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs overcome the daily struggle of finding their next client and helping them put their lead generation on autopilot. She's the author of two books and two more coming by the end of this year, which is 2023. And she's participated in thousands of workshops, hundreds of podcasts, dozens of summits, and a handful of giveaways. If you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, Kim will show you how to elevate your brand and become that go-to authority in your market. And she's going to help you stand out from your competition using a book plus speaking to get more qualified leads and make more money. Now, just before we get started, I just want you guys to listen to that bio. And what you're hearing is you're hearing lots of variety, but then this focus And I know that so many coaches and so many heart-centered entrepreneurs have this dream that they want to be an author. And so that's one of the reasons that I invited her to join me today. So welcome, Kim. I'm so glad you're here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am glad to be here. (laughs) You're going through a pretty busy time right now. It is a busy time. I am in the middle of a summit launch. So uh, thank you so much for that bio and that introduction. And yeah, one of the biggest things that I've used to accelerate my results in my business is using my book, but not just my book. I use it in conjunction with speaking, right? To be able to get more visibility, uh, get my message out there in a bigger way, get on more platforms and really grow my audience so that I can start bringing people down that journey of know, like, and trust, right? It's not just speaking that gets you the client. It's positioning yourself as an expert and then in making an invitation, bringing 
your listener into your community and then leading them down the path, right? Giving them lots of value, uh, nurturing them, building connection and developing that relationship. And that's not until then do people become a client or a buyer. So it's super fun. I love doing it and I'm excited to help some other up and coming uh, entrepreneurs get some benefit out of doing that for their business too. Yeah, I love that. So there's uh, one one of the things that you said is about positioning yourself as an expert. And, you know, sometimes when we hear that, we're thinking like, there's a little bit of imposter syndrome that might go along with that. But I think this, if we can just sort of twist it slightly and just say that it's not just, it's positioning yourself and owning what you already are. Do you find that with your clients as well, this sort of owning their expertise? Absolutely, without a doubt. And quite frankly, you just need to be a 10% better expert than the person that you're trying to help, right? Is what I usually talk about with my clients. There's always Mm -hmm. going to be somebody who's better at what you do than you are because they're further along on their journey. But if you're just starting out and you've figured out the the secret to how to lose your first 10 pounds, then you could help somebody do that if you're a health coach, right? Mm -hmm. And you're always kind of that little, you have that 10% edge over somebody else, right? And that's the person that you are typically helping is the former version of yourself. So as you grow and become a better expert, um, your client base grows and becomes better experts too. It's kind of how I like to position it for my clients. Yeah, I love that. So tell me a little bit about how you got started, how you got started using books, writing books. Like, tell me the story. <laughs> I know. it's. And it's, it's <laughs> Sorry, did I open that too wide? <laughs> <laughs> right? It is, it is a bit of a wild story because I, for over 13 years, I was actually a financial advisor. Right. So when I usually tell the story, I'm thinking I even sometimes think I sound a little bit crazy myself when I tell it, because I went from 13 years as a financial advisor to a book coach. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, I don't even know if when I made the decision to do that, if I thought I was a little bit nuts and I'm pretty sure I was freaking out. So if you ever worry about like what other people think about you, that's a huge big thing that holds people back to you. Right. It's fear about what other people think about you. I was in that fear for sure. I was like, people are going to think I've lost my mind. (laughs) But here I was, right? I was in 13 years in in a career in finance. If you're listening, can you relate to being kind of on the income roller coaster? Because that's what I described my journey as. I would have really great months as a financial advisor. And then I'd have some months where I had no clients. And I was thinking to myself, it's like the downhill slide, right? Of getting up, going up the up the mountain, down that roller coaster, and going. Where is my next car payment coming from? Right? Am I going to be late for my mortgage payment this month? And the problem that I realized was happening was not that I was not a great at what I did as a financial advisor, but when I went to finance school, they never taught me how to do the business of finance. 
right? How to go out and find clients. The best advice I got was create a top 100 list. Go pester the heck out of your friends and family and ask them first. And when that warm market dries up, go out and network to a huge room of people who may or may not need your services. Mm -hmm. And I knew there had to be a better way. And so I set out on that journey, right? And so then day by day, week by week, month by month by month, I just went out and I sought mentorship, especially in the form of marketing. And I just learned how to do marketing better. And the big change happened was I was at a marketing seminar. It was actually called the world's greatest marketing seminar in LA. And I remember sitting in the audience, just going like absorbing. I had a notebook. I was taking copious notes, just wanting all of the secrets, the tools, the strategies. And of course, it was a multi-speaker platform event. So there was the speaker talking about how to use, you know, email to grow your business. How do you podcasting to grow your business? How to do all these different tactics and strategies. And when I was listening to the gentleman who was talking about writing a book, it just really resonated with me. And I was thinking to myself, who are all the mentors and the experts that I'm following in the world of finance, right? And they were all had one thing in common. They were all published authors. Right. So that really landed with me, right? So if you're listening and I'd love for you to think about some of the mentors that you follow in your industry. Mm. And chances are that nine out of 10 of those people, if not all of them, They have a book, they're a published author, and we perceive published authors as experts, as thought leaders. In fact, the root word of authority is author, right? It's this natural perception. So the, the idea and the thought for me just clicked. I was like, this makes absolute sense. This is the strategy that I am going to implement in my business. And so I set out on a journey. That is super cool. And I think what there's something, a couple of things that you said that really stood out to me as well, is that first, you were the student, you were going in with an open mind and looking at all of the possibilities. And you knew that you listened to yourself, you listened that this is the right one for me. And I think that that is really important. You know, like it's really easy as a a coach or an online entrepreneur to sort of see this giant buffet, but not to actually go, that speaks to me, right? And so I just think that that's so important that you listened to that voice and really heard it. Absolutely. And I love that you put it that way too, Candy, because it's not, it was very intentional and very strategic. Like it's not just like willy nilly, I'm going to write a book and become an authority, just like you. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to start a podcast and all of a sudden I'm going to get, you know, 100,000 downloads and all sorts of listeners. It's about being strategic about who your message is for, right? So it all started with who is it that I want to serve? And then coming up with that intentional, purposeful plan using my book to draw them in, to magnetically bring them into my community, where then I can start that journey, the know, like, and trust journey which is the same, whether you're, so whatever strategy you decide, whether a book is for you, that's amazing. Whether a podcast is for you, that's amazing. That's just a tactic. The underlying Mm -hmm. part is the strategy, right? Who is it that you're trying to serve? 
what is the problem, right? If you can just figure out the problem that you can help somebody solve that you've already potentially solved yourself, that's the million dollar idea. And then you help them get a result, right? Through your solution, whatever your unique signature sauce is. And you are just as credible. You are an expert because no one's ever done it just like you. Your story makes you the credible expert, right? So there's a lot here. And um, if you're looking at the YouTube video, you're seeing me gaze out the window. If you're not, just know that I'm gazing out the window because I'm kind of formulating my thoughts. One of the things that you haven't specifically said, but I think is really implicit here too, is that when you decided that that was your path and that was like, that was the, the strategy and the tactic that you were going to use, there is something really special about this is not a quick thing. It takes time to do the research. It takes time to do the writing. It takes time to do the editing. And this is something that in the online world, I think that we don't often really give credence to is this idea that anytime you want to have a business, like a real business, it's not a fast twinkle your nose and here it's done. So not only did you listen to yourself, but then you also made the commitment to the journey. And that is the secret to success, right? It's like, I'm in this, I'm going to work at this. And this is a long-term relationship with you as an author, with you in writing, helping others write their story. And that's that long-term relationship with your dream client that you're also creating. So that's a really different, I don't know, it's like, it's a really different, um, I won't call it, call it a spin, but it's a really different perspective that we often don't really um understand how important that is. And so that's something that I really see with you is that long-term commitment. Yeah. And I mean, it was definitely a commitment, right? And you said it, you said it well, it starts with commitment. It starts with decision, really. It starts with decision and then it, it solidifies with commitment and then it accelerates with mentorship, right? So I went out and I was like, well, where do I start? Right. I was like, this sounds like an amazing idea, but I had a whole now a whole bunch of ideas in my head. I was like, where do I start? How do I structure it? What do I do? What do I do next? And so I hired a coach. I hired a book coach. And in less than three months, I had my first book published cool. and in the world. Yeah. And so everyone, she's holding up the book. If you're listening on audio, you can look up her book. I'm sure it's on Amazon called The Financial Fitness playbook. And I'll make sure to put the link in the notes as well. So you can see what's possible in this place of decision and commitment and activation. And it was a game. I mean, and it was a game changer. So it was an actual literal game changing decision. I call it my TSN turning point of the game actually. And of course I, I did this in a playbook, like a fitness theme. So I talked, I've got my football play on the front cover, right? I, how do you make finance fun? I was like, if I'm going to write a book, like that's not going to be like watching paint dry when you're reading, when you're reading it, how do you make finance entertaining? Well, I put this fitness theme and spin on it, right? I talked about the budgeting boot camp and sprinting into savings. And, you know, my chapter on insurance was called the best offense is a good defense. So I thought it was real clever. 
And quite frankly, the results were transformational. I was getting media and PR out of the gate. My local radio, TV was picking me up. I had CTV News at my book launch because guess what? Local news wants to feature local published authors. Right. Right. It opened so many doors. I remember the very first time I went to a networking event where I had somebody come up to me and go, oh my gosh, I saw you on TV. It was so not only does it bring expertise, credibility, authority, thought leadership, but it almost brings a level of celebrity. Right. It was so transformational, in fact, that in less than 12 months, my client base had doubled, my income had doubled, and it the results were so transformational that I realized I don't know that I really had a getting clients problem in finance. I had a I didn't really like my business problem. Isn't that interesting? So and I started, decided started I, with I that commitment. Teach. Yeah, to decide and commit. But there's you know even slightly before the decision part, which was so key, is this. It was like this laser focus. That's my thing. That's my spot. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then and you when didn't the results, give up on yourself. Right. I didn't give up. I mean, I, I went hard for it. It was not, it was not easy getting this done in three months. Oh my God. I, no kidding. But I laser focused. I knew what I wanted to get done. And quite frankly, who wants to take a year to write a book? Like you lose momentum, you lose excitement, you lose the energy of, of, of the whole thing. So I knew I wanted to get it done fast. I hired a coach to do that. And then the results were so flipping transformational that I was like, I want, I need to teach other entrepreneurs how to do this because we're taught the stats, right? Mm-hmm. 97% of businesses fail. And this is especially true in the coaching industry, even more so in the coaching industry. And my thought was, why, are, why does this have to be the way it is? Why can't we flip these statistics on their head? And I set out on a mission after this. I'm like, no, I'm going to go out. I'm going to teach entrepreneurs better marketing skills skills that um, that they need that help them work faster, right? How to clarify your message, how to figure out who you're talking to, how to um, you know, understand the problem that you solve, the results you're going to help somebody get. And then most importantly, how do you clearly articulate that so yeah. that your perfect client goes, oh my gosh, she's talking directly to me. Yeah. And raise that hand, you know, like they're called almost on, on social media, they're called hand raising posts. It's like, that's me. That's me. Because there's nothing more important to us than feeling heard, you know, to be validated. Like she sees me, she hears me, she understands me. Maybe she can help me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then the, you know, and then the second piece of it all, of course, is uh, I, I, the, the medium publicity and the speaking, it's a door opener, right? Podcasts like you, uh, summit hosts, um, people that run big Facebook groups, to, to talk about some of the online spaces, but then there's TV, there's radio. If you prefer writing, there's blogs and articles. There's huge, big platforms that are looking for guest experts all the time so that they don't have to be the ones always creating the brand new content. So if you're a published author, you, you jump right straight to the front of the line. When, when they're looking to fill their platform with experts who are going to be able to provide value and expert content to their audience. So it's a huge game changer. When you take your book, you partner it with speaking, especially when you're just starting out candy. Cause I know that um, your listeners are generally new co- coaches. So before mm-hmm. 
you have your own audience, go out and speak on other people's platforms. I call it OPP. Who's down with OPP? Yeah, Yeah, you know me. Like go (laughs) out and get in front of audiences that someone else has already gathered. Go provide value, be in service of that audience. And then make sure that, of course, you've got a powerful call to action to bring them back into your own community. And that's how you start building your own community faster and more efficiently than you could do on your own. Yeah. So you kind of got, um, you know, like when I think of lead generation and relationship building for potential clients, especially with coaches, I'm always thinking of there's the short term, there's the longer term, but then there's the connection piece, right? And so what you've just talked about from using your book, it gives you that access to the longer term easily because you've got an asset now that works for you. And it builds those collaborations, those potential joint ventures, those potential referrals, anything to do on the media. So you really covered a big chunk of, I don't know, Kind of, I, I think of it more like the business side, you know, like, so instead of just going to your warm circle, now here's something that's solid, that will stand on its own two feet, that will work for you and your business with time, right? Absolutely. And, cool. you know, the book also from, uh, you know, I used to struggle with content creation, like, what the heck am I going to post today? What am I going to send out? Oh, crap, I have to do the email newsletter. It was like, it was content creation overwhelm and guess what happens now when you go to the book yeah I just (laughs) open my book flip to a chapter copy and paste and post yeah now I've got a huge I've got my own library literally of content that I can just pull from on a daily basis I just gathered it and organized it into such a way that I'm it's not stuff I I was already talking about all of that stuff for 13 years. I was talking about it. I just had never gathered my thoughts and my presentations that I'd done on my computer and articles I'd submitted and all of the stuff, the presentations I would give to clients. I just Mm -hmm. gathered and pooled all of those resources and I put them into a pretty little package called a book, which up-leveled my credibility and my authority Right. And then provided a huge database for content creation that I never had to think about anymore because it was yeah. all in one spot, ready to so go. So think of how much that reduced your stress. One of the things that's also, I think, really interesting is that you possibly never thought that you actually had the, you know, sort of the building blocks of that book sitting in those old PowerPoint presentations or those old, um, you know, proposals, like all those things that kind of hang around, hang in the dust, the digital dust of your, you know, of your computer, right? But like, what if that was possible? Like, you know, coaches that are listening, what if that's possible that you too have that just sitting there and you just haven't taken that step back and actually considered it from that perspective, right? Like, so just that, you know, even if just right now you sort of sit back at the end of this episode and take a breath and go, gosh, I wonder, I wonder if there's something here for me, right? You nailed it. You hit the nose right on the, on the head. You hit the nail on the head, the hammer. Yeah. On the head. It's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those metaphors. <laughs> one of those ones. 
But seriously, this is exactly what I teach in my Write Anger Rich program is that you have everything you need to write a book already sitting inside of your laptop right now. And then following the formula, like my client Amber wrote her manuscript in four days after putting the foundation in place, right? Because you in all likeliness have almost all of your content sitting in your laptop. It's now just structuring it, organizing it, make sure, making sure it has all of the special parts that make it a proper book, not just a PDF ebook, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking a real bonafide book and it can happen really fast. It can happen as like, so it makes people's heads spin off when, when they come back to class and go, oh my gosh, I just wrote my whole manuscript in a weekend, right? I took a long weekend and it's done. That's so cool. Yeah. So Kim, we've kind of, I don't know, it feels like this has been a pretty hot conversation. <laughs> well, I like talking and about I'm it. Hoping I'm hoping sure the that's listeners are feeling the same way. They're like, oh. I could go and do this. I could go and do that. So listen, we could we could talk and talk and talk here. I know it. Yeah. What I'd love is if you would just share, how can people find out more about you? And for sure, I'm going to put all of that in the episode notes as well. So anybody who's listening, just go to those episode notes and click that link. Check it out. So share with us, how can they find out more about you? Yeah, absolutely. I can be found on every single social platform. My handle is the real Kim Day. Simple and sweet. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on IG. You can definitely find me and follow me on any one of those platforms. And I would love to uh, gift your audience with some valuable resources if they would like some of those. I've got a 10-step guide to plan and write your very own business building book. It's And it's not just a guide. It's literally a 20-page workbook with um, exercises and questions to really pull your book idea and solidify it, get it out of your head and into your hands. Um, it accompanies a workshop where you can come where, cause people always have questions, right. And I love to be able to work through those questions with you and figure out if you have a book inside of you that you want to birth and get out, I would love to help make that happen for you. And the plan, the guide and the workshop are kind of the first step in figuring out whether that might be a good, uh, a good fit or, might be something that is on your agenda. Who knew you were going to listen to a podcast and then maybe become a published author? <laughs> well, like I said at the start, so many coaches go, oh, really want to write a book. Like there's, there's a real common theme there. And so I know that you're in an area that people like, they're hungry for that, right? They know that they have something inside of them that they want it's like you want to create it and it makes it real. It's not just a bunch of thoughts that you've got. Like you've actually created something that leaves a, a bit of a legacy, right? And I think that that's Absolutely. important for all of us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Definitely oh. a legacy and also an asset, right? I do come from a financial background. So I think of my book as an asset. It's something that I created for my business that then lives on. I use it over and over and over and over and over again, right? To bring clients into my business, which is just what in the world of finance an asset puts money in your bank account, right? Mm -hmm. A liability takes money out of your bank account. Well, with your book, that's an asset. It brings clients and money into your business. And so it's one of the best assets that I ever created. I'm so grateful that I did. And I love, and I'm super passionate about helping other uh, entrepreneurs and coaches 
be able to really get their client attraction dialed in and really magnetic by becoming the thought leader with their book. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me and everyone. After you're done with listening to this episode, go and click those links. Check it out. I think you might find that there is a whole bunch of gold here waiting for you. Thanks again for joining me. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.